clover kip clover clover clips clover clips i'm amanda and this is not your granny's quilt show welcome to today's episode we are on the last installment of the beginner series today we're going to talk about sewing yeah now that we're here i'm very excited I do have some tips for you that will hopefully make your life easier when you are piecing your quilt top together. So let's get started. The first tip I have for you and probably the most important tip I have for you is to please make sure that you are set at a one quarter inch seam allowance on your sewing machine. I can't express enough to you the importance of this, okay? okay. Do it, mm -hmm. do it. All right. I'm speaking from experience here because I have probably three or four quilts from my early days that need to be repaired because I did not make um, quarter inch seams. I just didn't, I wasn't gonna do it. I was like, I don't need quarter inch seams. I'm gonna make eighth inch seams. I'm gonna do whatever I want. I'm not even gonna measure. And guess what? I'm stuck in the consequences of that, okay? My seams are popping apart. I'm having to repair quilts because I just, didn't pay attention to the tried and true standard of quarter inch seam allowances, okay? When you are cutting your fabrics, I think I talked about this in the last episode, when you're cutting your fabrics, your seam allowances are already built into that, okay? So if it says cut an eight inch square, then that means that you're gonna end up with a finished seven and a half inch square because you're going to sew a quarter inch seam on all sides as you're joining your pieces together, okay? So if it's a good, well-written pattern, which most out there are, it's going to have that built in, okay? So you're not losing anything because the, the pattern writers planned that just for you to make sure that you've got enough to make the quilt the actual finished size. So when it says finished size 65 by 80, it's because it's taken into account all those seam allowances of you sewing all those pieces into blocks and then putting those blocks together in rows and then sewing those rows together, okay? It's all built in there, so you're not losing anything. That was the hard part for me. Um, I didn't wanna lose, quote unquote, lose any of the fabric, but you're really not losing anything. You're still going to see the prints of those fabrics. You're still going to see the beauty and the colors and it's still there. Um, if you're concerned about having certain parts of the fabric show in your pieces, then fussy cut them. Well, fussy cutting is isolating a particular pattern that you might want to repeat in mm -hmm. a quilt. Okay, the, if you're watching, you can see the quilt behind me. I've, I've had it behind me in other episodes. It's my Travaya quilt by Katerina Rochella. I fussy cut the Triceratops heads out of one of the prints because I wanted to make sure that those were in there. And so I took the time to make sure that those two and a half inch squares had that Triceratops head front and center. So that's a way that you can do that as well. You can make sure to have certain pieces or parts of fabric in your quilt top. So fussy cutting, is a way that you can make sure to have certain parts of your fabrics into in your quilt top. The next important tip I have for you is to get those pins or those clover kip, clover, 
clover clips. Clover clips, clover clips out. Make sure that you're pinning or clipping your pieces together as you sew. It's a lot easier to keep them from sliding around or um, getting, getting messed up or folded up while you're sewing. Sometimes they'll budge a little here and there, but for the most part, that should keep them together so that you can have consistent seams, have consistent seam allowance, and have really nice, crisp looking seams. I don't always pin if they're smaller pieces or if I'm just feeling comfortable with myself and my machine that day, but then there's days where I'm like, this is definitely a pin day. I definitely need my pins. Um, so it can vary you know, quilt to quilt, day to day on how you're feeling, but it definitely, when you're starting out, is really helpful just to get yourself comfortable with sewing that seam allowance, getting your fabric through your machine, um, figuring out how it all feels together and, and figuring out how you feel while you're sewing and quilting. If it's an anxiety inducing thought to not have everything lined up, then use those pins. That's what they're there for. Clover clips can be great for this. Um, they're not pokey, which is nice. Um, they are just kind of a little clunky as you're sewing because they can kind of get caught on the edge of the machine as the fabric is coming up over the top. Um, but again, do what makes you feel comfortable as long as you feel good about how your pieces are coming together and you're getting that quarter inch seam allowance, then that's all that matters. My next tip for you is to go slow. Take it easy at first. You don't have to speed and shove all your fabric through as fast as possible. Is your industrial sewing machine going too fast? I think sometimes it can get frustrated or we get impatient with ourselves and so we just start sewing really fast, but that's where I seem to make most of my mistakes is when I'm trying to bust through something super, super fast and I'm not giving myself and the fabric time to do what is supposed to happen, right? If I'm trying to shove it through or pull it through too hard, it seems to stretch funny or get weird folds in it. And so find a nice moderate speed where your machine can handle feeding the fabric through, where you can manage the fabric nicely without having to fight it or it gets out of hand and gets your seam allowance all crazy because you're pressing on the, you know, presser foot too fast and all that jazz. Just give yourself the patience to just find that speed that works for you. My last tip is to keep your seam ripper handy, okay? It's best to catch seam mistakes early on and just fix them right away than to wait until you get your quilt top all together and go, hmm, something's not right. Hopefully if you're, you've made sure that you're doing a quarter inch seam and you're pinning or clipping everything together and you're using a moderate speed, you shouldn't have to seam rip much, okay? I can go days without having to seam rip and then I can have a day where I seam rip every other seam because I can't seem to get my head in the game. So it's nice to just have it handy. You're gonna f and that's okay. Just fix it right there in the moment, move on, and it will just help the rest of your quilt come together a lot faster and easier. And if you fix those seams right in the moment, you're gonna really thank yourself later when all of your seams line up beautifully and you've got crisp corners and nice tight lines. Mm, it's gorgeous when a quilt top comes together. So once you get your blocks made and you start making rows, again, you really wanna use pins or your, 
your clips because you want all the seam spots that are supposed to line up to line up. So squaring your blocks, I know we talked about squaring fabric, but going back and squaring your blocks to make sure that each block is the exact size it should be is a really important step and it will help everything come together a lot nicer. So if you're building a quilt top that has blocks, I suggest pausing sewing, going to your cutting mat, lining it up, making sure that your block is within the measurements that it's supposed to be according to the directions of your pattern. And if anything's kind of off or wonky, just trimming up those sides to make sure it fits within the size and then you can start putting your rows together. Now, just like we labeled fabrics, we can label our rows as well. So once you lay out all your blocks and get everything prepped and ready to start putting your rows together, I like to stack them, stack my blocks in the row. I start with the left, yeah, my left fabric. So whatever the block is on the left, that's the top. So then I just collect them. So I go from left, I sew from left to right, essentially. Um, and you can do, mark them several ways. We have some of the, the uh, cloverhead pins or the flower head pins that we've written with Sharpie, the numbers one through 10 on. And sometimes we use that to label rows of quilts. I've used scraps of paper to, just like I labeled fabrics, you can label your rows that same way. That way you keep everything straight, everything together. So you're not mixing matching rows and or putting them in the wrong order and then wishing that it was different when you finish up your quilt and realize you made a mistake. So it's best to just label things and go through that process along the way. Again, when you're putting your rows together, using those pins is gonna be such a handy thing for you because seam, seams are gonna start coming together to build the larger uh, image of the quilt. And so you really want those to be crisp and lined up. If they're off or wonky, it can really uh, disrupt the image of your quilt when it's finished. Small mistakes don't really pop out. You won't really see them, but if there's a big difference between where seams are supposed to line up and where they actually come together, um, you can really notice that and it can throw off the whole aesthetic of the thing. I know in my most recent test quilt, the Zeliga pattern by Katarina Rochella, there's a couple spots where my seams just, I don't know what happened, I don't know why, but I didn't even really notice until I had it all quilted. So unless I'm gonna sit and pick out all of my long arming and redo the quilt, which I'm not gonna do, those mistakes are just there. And to me, they are glaring because I can see where, oh my gosh, that should have been a point that came together. And instead, you know, something's just a little off. And so it just looks wrong. If I had taken a little more time to notice that, then I could have fixed it, but time management is not my strong suit sometimes. So that's my fault. But again, it's an example of, you know, where if I had taken the time in the moment to make sure that my seams were lined up and that I, it looked proper while I was doing it, you know, piecing everything, then I could have caught it and fixed it. But now I'm stuck with a mistake I have to look out forever. <laughs>
So if you had a pattern designer who was kind enough to build in um, nesting seams, that's fantastic. That means that they had you iron your seams a certain direction depending on what block or what row you were sewing. Um, and you can do that on your own. If you're doing something simple like uh, patchwork or you're just doing like half square triangles, you can nest your seams yourself. You just kind of have to keep track like, a, okay, this row of squares, I ironed them to the right. This time I'm gonna iron to them to the left and you just alternate. That way when you bring your seams together, if you've you know ironed one to the left and one to the right, when you line them up, they should just snap together kind of like a puzzle. So um, there's some really great tutorials out there of and visuals out there of of people showing you that so you can look up nesting scenes um, if you want to see that happening um, sometimes it's not always built into the pattern and so you kind of have to choose how you're going to sew or iron your seams are you going to iron them to the left and right are you going to iron them open it just is up to you at that point but your pins are going to come in handy pinning those seams is going to help you get everything lined up and be beautiful if your seams don't nest and they're you know ironed the same direction that's okay it's not going to really hurt anything it's just a little thick for your uh, needle to go through but that's all right at the end of the day i really hope this series was helpful in giving you the encouragement or the information that you needed to help you get started in quilting if you have questions or if you need help with anything please feel free to reach out thanks for tuning into the series bye